Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories, your favorite two-man power trip, and you know, so living legend. Go on another deep dive in the rating in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week, WCW were a couple weeks away from the Great American Bash, which card is still to be determined. Bash of the you Beach. Mean Bash of the Beach. I'm 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 pulling a piper. Yes, Bash of the Beach. RPVP. RPPP. And we're on the Go Home Show. For WWF, as we're going to the King of the Ring. God. <laughs> you can hear that excitement. So let's get into it. But first, let me introduce you to your no-so crew. First, he is your hoot fight champion. Fighting out of Springfield, Oregon. Representing the murder, death, kill gang. Eastern Block Hit Club. Good brother, gang-affiliated. Murder, death, kill, all, all fucking day. day. The man, the king, Corey fucking Mac. I'm a little pissed this week. I almost lost my hoot title. Oof. I took on all of Team Madness by myself. Mm-hmm. Easily took care of them up until Medusa almost smothered me with her implants. Luckily, I was able to dodge that proverbial bullet. How was uh, Miss Madness and Gorgeous George in the match? Easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy like Sunday morning. Yep. The No Cell Living Legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. And I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. So let's get into it. June 21st, 1999, for Monday Nitro. We're in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. What do you? Yes, we're here for. <laughs> Silk the Soccer. Shit almost broke me. <laughs> Silk the Shocker. And we birthday. got some of it cut out. <laughs> Thank hoody, Christ. Hoody, hoody. <laughs> <coughs> Let's get into it. Let's get a recap from last Monday. Master P joined WW. Uh, Flair teaming with Piper. We get the eight-man tag of the old versus new. Uh, Macho wanting the title shot. Nash being the babyface challenging Sid to a match for that Monday night to have it being a championship match. Sid and Macho attacking Nash. Sting comes out and makes the save. So let's cut to backstage like we have been for the past month for WCW. They saw Raw WWF do it once. Like, hey, let's do what they're doing. Uh, Macho, Sid, and the ladies show up in a little tiny-ass Hummer. Like, I don't know how Sid fit in that. How dare you question the size of a man's Hummer? I oh. think it's like the Shaq thing. You don't actually see him get in it. They built it around. They built it around. Yeah, well, they did. <laughs> so then they start walking off. Macho saying tonight's going to be a good night. And then a limo shows up behind, and it's Kevin Nash. Nash then tries to stalk that little Hummer of his, and then chases it, but then the Hummer drives away. So I swear to God, I thought he was going to run him over with a car. I was like, again, <laughs> Jesus not? Christ. I, I, I worked so well it. the first time. <laughs> I was expecting uh, you hear like someone screaming in the back as the Hummer hit somebody. <laughs> uh, then we get the Nitro Girls, and then we go to commercial. Yeah. We come back and we go to commentary. Once again, uh, a couple weeks ago, they thought they found out they found out who the driver was, Sid. However, that's not the point now. So, who is the driver? <clears throat> excuse me. Who is the driver of the Hummer? We don't know. It's it's gonna be Sting. Commer- commentary doesn't believe it's Sid anymore. Uh, Tony says Eric Bischoff thinks it was a woman driver, and Bobby with the <laughs> because, great, greatest line. Why? Because she ran in. That sucks. Because she ran into him. 
So, uh, I, I, terrible women drivers. Uh, had to he be said. A woman he said. Uh, Bobby said. I didn't see them bump into anything. I just yeah. Literally bumped. I into literally them. ran into a car. But <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Bobby's yeah, in the tank. <laughs> God damn it. Bobby's already in the shake of the evening. Uh, we're gonna recap <laughs> for the great uh, the great American Bash. Uh, Master P feuding with. Kurt I don't know Hank. if you can call anything from that show a recap. Uh, the that beginning. would indicate that something was worth watching. Uh, they replayed it. Who yeah. knew? They replayed Who Master knew? P uh, feuding with Kurt Henning, Kurt destroying Master P CD, uh, Master P and the No Limit Soldiers getting involved in the match that night. Uh, last week's Nitro, Henning and Duncan uh, taking over the DJ booth. Then we go to another commercial. Not DJ ran. Yep, he he got ran off. Thank you. Uh, we go backstage after the commercial, and we see Lenny Lane deciding what to wear as Lodi shows up and starts to give him a back massage. <laughs> and they want to uh, talk about how Lane has a match tonight with Ming. Uh, Lenny says that he has great stamina and he can last long, and uh, he's going to win his match tonight. And then they're about to fade away to black. You hear uh, Lenny tell Lodi he has great thumbs. Because he's giving him a massage, and he really likes the way he looks in those purple tights. So uh, uh-huh. what's what what are we doing here? What what are uh, we doing here? Well, the crowd tells you shortly what we're doing here. Oh, well, obviously yeah. they're doing a homosexual <laughs> angle, but probably a swerve. Yeah, there's probably going to be a swerve. A little too, it's, little too much. Well, because it's 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 pro wrestling in the late '90s, so it's there's got to be a swerve Has somewhere in the in the angle, but it's definitely a homosexual angle. Hmm. Uh, let's go to our first match finally of the night. Psychosis versus Kidman. Hmm. All right. Uh, they tell us that we're going to be having a birthday party for uh, Silk the Shocker tonight. Uh, Master P has already been in the arena. They were doing their hootie hoos. Hootie hoo. Yeah, they got a, a video debut, I think. That's what we got cut out. Mm. Uh, bell, the bell starts at somehow 9.30. So... That the first before this even match begins, this has felt like a twenty minute nitro, and it's only been nine minutes and thirty seconds into yeah. the the show. Yeah, no, this is not good. Uh, Kidman hits a springboard crossbody to the outside. Psychosis hits a face buster from the second rope. Psychosis hits a split legged moonsault to the outside. We get a nitro special, but I like this match. Uh, Psychosis hits a top rope Frankensteiner and a top rope hill kick. However. Psychosis goes for that power bomb, and you know what happens. Uh, Kidman goes for the shooting star press, but Psychosis turns on his back, so Kidman doesn't know what to do, so he just jumps down. Yeah, that, that was weird. <laughs> However, it looks like Psychosis is looking down the aisle to see if they're coming down, and they were late, and because Macho and Sid come down and attack both men, Sid then power bombs Psychosis. He doesn't try and go for the power bomb on Sid, because I think uh, on Kidman. Because I think Sid knows. Because you know. Only uh, bad things happen. So then uh, Sid powerbombs Psychosis as Sting runs into the ring. Sid and leaves the ring. Team Madness uh, heads to the back. And then Nash comes out. So before I move on with Nash, what, what did you guys think of the match? So far, what we've gotten. It's a fun match. It was a really fun match. It's a shame we don't have a Cruiserweight division anymore. No. Or a Cruiserweight title. Be cool if we did. Who's champion? Ray. Oh, yeah. So you wouldn't know it. Hey, he's not doing this stuff. He's hoo hooing right now. So maybe you'd get the belt off of Ray mm. so that these guys would fight for a fucking reason. Remember when uh, Psychosis was champion? Yeah, for a week. For a week. Yeah. 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 Like he could still be champ and have good matches. But hey, yeah. 
Whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought this this was a good match back and forth between the two. However, then Macho and Sid have to interfere. Uh, then Kevin Nash comes out. Uh, Nash wants to ask, know why. Once Sting hit the ring, both men, both guys left. Sting didn't touch them. Um, Nash says that he watched the tape from last week and he knows that Sting came out of a black Hummer during the hack and uh, Rick Steiner match. Sting gets a mic and uh, says, let me finish this now. I wasn't the one driving the Hummer. Nash says he's not accusing Sting, but if it is him, he would deal with Franchise Boy. I'm not accusing you, but I am accusing you. It felt like he was accusing him. This felt very shoehorned. <laughs> it felt like they made a match for the pay-per-view and then realized we need some sort of hook. Uh, yeah. Let's just accuse Sting of being the Hummer now. you know what? It worked. Three years ago, yeah. let's do it again at Bash of the Beach. Are you the guy? <laughs> no. Who was in that limo? Yeah. I mean, Hummer. Uh, uh, is, as, he, is he the third man? As Tony puts it, when you put Hummer and Hummer <laughs> together. There's literally a third man again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're telling me at Bash of the Beach, there's going to be two former WWF superstars. Yeah. Fighting <sighs> the champion of WCW. Mm-hmm. With a third man, supposedly, on their team that nobody knows about. God damn it. Rinse and repeat? As Tony puts it... God damn it. As Tony puts it, when you put Hummer and Hummer together, you get a point. I mean... You get a really good evening. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Hello, ladies. We go backstage with President Ric Flair and Vice President Roddy Piper. RPVP? 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 They're making matches at Bash the Beach. Uh, They make the main event for Bash the Beach. Let's make it Sid and Macho versus Sting and Nash, because Sting and Nash don't like each other right now. Seems or, a good reason as any. Actually, in '99, that is a pretty good reason to know. be a tag team. Really? Look at X Pac and Kane. Oh yeah. Look at everything. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. I hate you. Let's win the belt. Triple H in the Rock. Come on. Look at Triple H in the Undertaker. Been once and Saturn at first. But they were part of the Wolfpack together. Ancient history. That didn't, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. What, what the hell's the wolf pack? So I, was I, Savage. I What's your point? <laughs> so was Sting. <laughs> Touche. Well. Uh, Piper then makes a match for tonight for free. Let's do Sid versus Sting. I had a few matches. Yeah, uh, I mean, it main evented major pay-per-views early in the decade. Let's give it for free on that. Uh, yeah, I checked it out. Uh, who, uh, like, they ask, hey, who's going to go tell them? And Flair's like, I got it. We got this. We got a recap from Great American Bash, the Flair Piper match, as they're all attacking Buff. Uh, them attacking Buff and Malenko the next night on Nitro Canyon. Uh, uh, Bam Bam and Paige attacking Saturn and Benoit. Then we get the little, uh, little quick thing uh, Bagwell defeating Ric Flair on last week's Nitro or on Thunder, whatever episode, you, whatever show you listen to. But you can listen to both of our takes on at nosellentainment.com. Let's go to our next match, shall we? Lenny Lane versus Ming. First off, commentary gives zero gives zero chances for Lenny Lane to beat. They're not wrong. That's fair. Uh, crowd, though. Oh, they gave him something. They're chanting a hard F. Hard F. Yeah, not fuck. Mm. Well. Yep. It's the 99. Ye- Is that what they were going for? Probably. Cheap heat. Yeah, yes. they were getting it. Well, mission accomplished. Uh, Lodi comes out. Lane goes to the top rope, but Ming puts the tongue and death grip on, tosses him, maintaining the grip for the win. So, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Watching this now, 
why don't the old timers, so Flair, Piper, and all the who are, you know, all against the youngins, right? Why don't they recruit Ming? Yes, because they want to be competitive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, why? they want they want to beat some of that young ass themselves. You got King, you you Ming. Because they don't need King, to be the match if it's yeah. Ming. <laughs> King, uh, King Haku, Ming. Ten years, he's a vet. Oh, yeah, put him, a- put him with the old timers. Good luck. Trained in that all Japan dojo, which yeah. former sumo. It's a Friday sumo. It just looks is tough. I just saw. I, I thought of that during the show. I'm like, why aren't they not using like this? How you can use too other low on the pe- card, brother. No, oh, yeah. But Buff and Disco get a chance to try to raise above the Phoenix. I have a feeling that this feud was booked this way on purpose to fail for the young guys. Not by Piper and Flair, but by the people like Nash and Bischoff Mm -hmm. who have control. Because you're not going to do a storyline where the young guys are going to win if Buff and Disco are your first line of defense. Nope. So this was booked to fail them. Yep. And you know what? Not just to hurt the young guys, but to hurt the Flares and Pipers too. Oh, look, your your storyline tanked and didn't do anything. Because what's the one... Nasty little secret that nobody uh, from that side of WCW camp likes to talk about it when it comes to WCW 99 and it falling down the shitter. That the only consistent ratings getter, ratings holder, an uptick in business period was Ric Flair. Everything else dropped. But they hated Ric Flair. <laughs> exactly. So this is to tank it, I think. I really do. They didn't want to see the young guys succeed because they didn't want them to take their spots. And they but they also didn't want Ric Flair to be... I mean, look at the, the lawsuit a year earlier with this Do you think all that bad blood is settled yet? No. No. He no. don't want him to look good. No. That's why they've sent him to a goddamn psycho farm. That's you, why he's out of his fucking mind as a character. Yeah. Like. Nothing they've done to him this year is to make him look good. He's just so damn good, he's got it all over. You know what's also over? The Nitro Girls. They're not anymore. No, oh, yeah. No. Ever since the Crowd change, doesn't give a fuck ever about Ever since them. the change uh, of the logo and the and everything, yeah, Nitro nope. Girls are worthless. Yeah, Wouldn't they give are. a fuck about the Nitro Girls. Uh, we go commentary. They bring up the Hummer situation again. A lot of blowjob um, job talk on this Nitro. Right. right? Uh, Nash Holmes getting murdered, murdered boy with a Hummer crashing into his limo. Team Madness showing up in the limo. Uh, for a couple of weeks now, and all that good stuff. They, then they show uh, last week's highlights between Hack and Rick Steiner with Sting coming out. Uh, then it's official, guys. Sting versus Sid tonight in the main event on free TV. Is that 91 Havoc? 90. 90 Havoc. So that's a fucking good match. Let's and Allen Havoc 93. That's right. Let's move on to uh, Corey's highlight of the night. As it's Silk the Shocker's birthday party. It's uh, Seth the Shocker. Oh, that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm coming. As they have the No Limit Soldiers out with Master P Damn. and other yep. fellow rappers. I was yep. going to make a whole thing, and Sorry. boom, you blew it. Sorry. Silk the Shocker. I only know him for one thing, the only thing to me that he's ever been worth a damn about, and that's MVP's theme song. Hootie who? Seth the Shocker. Uh, Master, I'm coming. Master P pulls a fan out to sing "Happy Birthday." Yeah, how awkward was that? I does it be? I gotta ask a question. Yeah. Did Master P not know the words to "Happy Birthday"? I mean, it's very, it's very possible. So why, why else so, would you bring a drunk fan no, out of the front I row? I think to do he it? knows the words. I think he was so blitzed that he couldn't possibly sing them. 
He, yeah. Oh. He was so incredibly high. I was like, good. This thing was so bad. And the guy bad. was like, am I, I'm really, okay. Yeah. What, yeah that whatever, dude, I guess. That dude was half tainted. He must have been drinking with Heenan before the Fuck. show. He didn't, I mean, for the situation he was thrown in, you know, not yeah. terrible, I guess, but. And like the crowd was like, are we, are they we we're doing this? What yeah, they, they, they legitimately sang the entire but happy wait, birthday. But this is New Orleans. This is, this is, this is no limit territory. So, sir. Not a lot of white people booed. in this crowd. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of, uh, not, a lot, not a lot of no limit soldier fans. I didn't think they were booing. I thought they were, who do you What do So Kurt Henning comes out. Thank God. Uh, best thing, I, I, you guys probably noticed the sign as he's walking down the aisle. Love to eat ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. It was blowjobs and eating ass on Nitro tonight. Hell yeah. Uh, Gurgers here. Henning wants to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WCW bitches, we were out there over eating ass and getting blowjobs over here. That's extreme. You got Val Venus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got eating ass and Hummers. <laughs> uh, Kurt apologizes for the CD falling out of his hand and breaking. Uh, he has a present for Seth. Uh, Masterpiece, like, I, I hope this ain't no game there, uh, cowboy. So uh, you He's open it. Still doesn't know his name. All right, still does. <laughs> Open it, cowboy. As then, like Kurt Henning opens it so dramatically slow, <laughs> and uh, it, you know, what's, you know what's in the present in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? An a al- cowboy hat. An authentic cowboy. I know you always wanted to be a cowboy. Custom Seth. made. Custom made. So he hands it to Seth, and Seth goes, uh, "I always want to be a cowboy." Throws the hat down, kicks it once because it flies out the ring. Dim's fighting words. And then Master P then throws the cake into Kurt's face. That's a stiff shot with the cake. Yeah, yeah it really was. Hootie hoo! Um, Damn so rappers don't know how to work. Corey, I have a question for you yeah, before yeah, Joe goes on. Right. I, you know, I listened to rap in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard a single human being say hootie hoo. Was this popular? I, I was too young, I guess, to remember this. I don't remember this ever. I do not. Okay, so I do not remember it from outside of this. Okay, but I do remember it just from this. And I knew a lot of people who listened like, to hip hop. I, I was balls deep in hip hop at listen, this point, I mean, and, and I'm just like, what I the don't fuck remember is that. This? And by the late '90s, I still listened to some hip hop. Not, I, I don't claim to know everything, mm-hmm. right? But I did have a couple of friends who very much were like deep into it. I never even, like I said last week, I never even heard of Master P. Until early I, 99, I right? I already know of one map that make him say, uh, uh, nah, 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 nah. That's yeah, I, I knew that one. I, uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's new to me. Either it wasn't as big as they thought it was. I guess not. But he was the number 11 grossing. I mean, yes. I think he's a producer, I think. Yeah. Because he's a I mean, just followed the rapper. But it's the Puff Daddy form. I mean, it works. <laughs> uh, somebody then throws the rest of the cake on to Henning. Mm-hmm. But the I think the moment of this whole thing was Henning is like halfway down the aisle and, and someone and with his back to them with the back to him someone throws him the cowboy hat and he catches it like perfectly Mr. Perfect like, bitch not like <laughs> didn't blink did didn't not stutter blink. step didn't nothing just uh, kept just on turned striding. around caught the hat and walked I mean, fixed it and walked I'm like what is it like how like a, how he may not have it in the ring anymore but oh. it's moments like that where you still remember that's Mr. Perfect. He's so good. God dude. damn it. That's fucking was, amazing. He was like halfway up the ramp and someone threw him the hat. And he wasn't and even it, looking at him. He was like. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Yeah, it was like, I saw that. I was like, Jesus. what? Yep. 
It, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of King of the Ring 93 where he's taking on Mr. Hughes in the first round. Mm-hmm. And he gets into the ring and then throws his towel behind his back without looking and it lands on Hughes' shoulder perfectly. perfectly. And you're just like, how the fuck on live pay-per-view yep. and it's like did the, you just do that? It was like the, the gift of him having at the announce table and like he bounces the pencil and like he catches it like in between the two fingers yeah, and like perfectly. it makes it perfect. Yeah, it, it, it just rotations and she's like... It's just like... <laughs> Some people, man. So he had that. Uh, after that, you know, there's a lot of hooty hooings, and I'm celebrating. It's sad when there's a whole. I mean, they only use like half of the Superdome. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure half, but I mean, what they used looked pretty full. They claimed twenty thousand, and the only people hooty hooing were in that ring. As it, it was fucking terrible. It was. It almost made me stop watching. Fuck, man. I almost didn't get through this. I long for the salad days of Rodman and fucking Malone. Right, but then, but then Hennig made it worthwhile with that catch. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So it wasn't a total waste. If you turned it off, you wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, right, <laughs> that was real disappointing. <laughs> God damn it! I was trying to see if I can find the uh, attendance. They said it's right around twenty. Yeah. So let's go to our next match. It's shocking, they still got that much. Might it have been more then because Shivani, unlike Ross, was famous for underselling their performance. <laughs> Forty-five thousand people. <laughs> we got about nine. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next match as it's Juventud Guerrero All right. versus Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, he's back. So <sighs> I, when he came, I was like, "What's this music?" Like I, it had been You're so forgotten. long. I was yeah. like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like, so ah. before the match even starts, all those tights. God before it, the match dude. even starts. Hoovy right. is on the ramp and he's like, I'm not gonna slip. I'm not gonna slip. So he like slowly goes down the ramp and then he slips at the bottom. Like, <laughs> guys, on camera people were like, This is not safe for me to walk down. <laughs> right. And we're still not gonna change it. Nah, fuck nope. it. No. Nope. Fuck man. So let me ask you guys this. Nine they inches. already made Eddie heel. He was on commentary two weeks I don't ago. Think he was a heel before he Well left. yeah, but they they to me, they had another buff situation that two weeks ago he's well, doing. Joe, they've already got two Mexicans as faces. They can't have too many. Uh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> can't have a third one. You know, you're, you're, you're joking, but I'm, I'm not joking. I, I don't think you're altogether the, wrong. I'm not joking. Yeah. It's a sad thing. But you know what I mean? Like, they had another it's buff terrible, situation. Dude. He was on commentary two weeks ago thanking the fans, and now he's walking out smugging them. I think they had in mind the storyline for when he came back, and it made sense. And it plays out here in On Thunder, mm. where he's pissed off at the LWO for ditching the shirts the first chance they got and not not being there for him. Not repping so the colors. So he's got an axe to grind mm-hmm. with those guys, and he's pissed off. Yeah. And I, it makes sense. And for once, I mean, how often in WCW does a person leave and they just forget whatever the fuck he was there's doing? There's continuity. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. continuity here. It's odd that he's not a baby face. But, but at least there's continuity. It, it, it's it's the continuity, but also you have another buff situation that the guy comes back from a career like a life threatening in- accident. He's thanking everybody, and then two weeks later he's walking down. Fuck you guys. Uh, first, it's, first, I was say it's also Eddie with his character. This kind of makes sense. Yeah, without how he's been the it last does. two years. It does. Uh, Eddie looks a little more uh, bulked up. <laughs> You'd say so. You don't. However, he has a long ass rat tail, and he's got oh, sweet rat tail. and he's got a really sick addiction to pain pills at this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. For the amount of injuries and the severity of his injuries, get um, back quick. We're not even in July yet. That was New Year's Day. 
Mm-hmm. He's back awful fucking quick from that kind of injury. Yeah, like dislocated ankle, like a kneecap. Ruptured liver. Ruptured liver. Somewhere young John Cena's like, hmm. I can top that. I like this guy. I like the cut of his jib. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like he the shouldn't cut be of back these yet. pills. He shouldn't. Uh, like you guys were saying, <laughs> Hoovy tries to shake Eddie's hand, but Eddie says he remembers the LWO days. Uh, Hoovy uh, offers to blow him. Uh, we got a nitro. Yes, that's what it looked like, right? Uh, we got a nitro special with this match. Uh, okay. Commercial. Eddie with a lot of sleeper holds. Uh, Eddie Ring rust. Re- Eddie reverses mm. the Hoovy driver and grabs Hoovy's neck like a. Uh, to do a reverse neck breaker, but picks Hoovy up and spins him around. That looked like it hurt. Uh, Eddie does win, though, with the frog splash. Good match. Back yeah. and forth between the two. It was frog splash a, could not have felt good. It wasn't as good as it could have been yeah. because he hadn't wrestled in six months, and you have to figure, I mean, at least I would have a little bit of trepidation. First match back after all that shit. And have yeah. him with Hoovy? Yeah. And, Who yeah. would you rather have him in with? Ideally, Ray. Uh, idea, but ideally, yeah. but, but Ray's he's a little busy. Hooing in the yeah, back. He's a little busy. Uh, Kidman. Kidman. Yeah, Kidman probably. Kidman would have been a far safer. If you could, you could add psychosis and Hoovy be whatever the fuck that's going to be. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, I give Hoovy credit. He does Hoovy things. He doesn't really hurt a lot of people, so that's that's good. He I'm hurts not, himself he's, usually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's more like a Sabu, Sabu. for professional yeah. wrestling. <laughs> if if injuries are going to happen, god damn it, it's going to be me on my watch. <laughs> Uh, but good to see Eddie back. Yeah. Between Booker T debuting on Thunder, Eddie back now. We're getting some bodies back. I was gonna bring that up. I was like, uh, we're like the last week and a half. We're getting some people, man. Booker T. There was the third one. I'm I'm drawing a blank on who the third one was. Uh, well, it's one on Thunder coming up. Oh, it was before Thunder. Uh, it was a guy who was like injured. There was three of them. They're like the last week and a half, and I can't think of who the third one was now. I'm I was blanking like, I was on that. Gonna bring it um, up, but I fucking forgot. Well, think about it. I, Malenko's I, I, back to physically wrestling. I might it? say their name. It was, it was a bigger star. It wasn't Malenko. Well, Luger. <laughs> Still yeah, not Luger, back. Luger just keeps coming back to, <laughs> to hold on to a chair. So let's go to our next match. As it's Prince Ikea. Is that yep. who you're thinking of? That's never who I'm thinking of <laughs> yeah. ever in my life. Versus the cat with Sonny Ono. Sonny Ono slips on the ramp. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, uh, we got a nitro special with these two. God damn it. <laughs> cat th- uh, the cat throws a fan's drink into the prince's face. Crowd mm. could care less for this well. match. Uh, Ono gets on the apron to strike the, both the ref and the prince as Cat puts on the red shoe. The cat hits a croissant. Kick. I'm doing my JR. Flaky. Yeah. Uh, for the win, Cat dances around like James Brown after the match. Then they show the instant replay of Sonny Ono slipping in slow motion. Why show that again? God. So, actually, I was, I was going to ask this, Corey, months ago. Why in their instant replays do they show the entrance on all their instant replays? That's, you know what? It's, it's the dumbest it, shit to show. It's a very WCW thing. They always show the entrance of the winner. I don't know why. But they had to make like, sure that the cat is dying because yeah. he's slipping down the aisle. It's the weirdest shit they show. So let's go to the probably the longest match of our lives. And as it's Canyon versus Booker T. This went forever. I'm not mad at it. No, no. Good oh, match. Man, it was a good match. It reminded me of last night's <laughs> FTR Hangman Page Omega match. It was technically it was, it was a really good match, but fucking A did it go forever. <laughs> <laughs> it stretched. I try. I tried to find the time, but I. But let's just call it a gentleman's thirty. They can't, a gentleman's thirty. Yes. They can't type numbers that high. 
the, I, I, I try to find the time, but the thing was, at, while watching, I was like, oh, this match is going to end soon. Oh, I found it. Pi. Oh, there it is. So, 3.41489 Those were hours. Oh, those were hours? Oh, shit. Who do you? Who do you? Let me see if I can see if somebody else has it. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Because, you know, Canyon Booker T. Okay. Yeah, good match. It's after, it goes 15 minutes. Bullshit. A little longer now. It felt like 30. (laughs) The dirt. Good match, 30. Uh, We get a commercial in it, Nitro Special. Um... Ever since he came back, I can't shake the thought process of how the fuck didn't they use Canyon more? Right? Uh, I think this match alone, it helps get Booker back in the ring shape by putting him with Canyon, who is a good hand. Which is what they've done in the power plant for the last two years with everybody. Everybody works with Canyon in the power plant to get better, come back from injury. Um, He's the one that trained Jay Leno. He's the one that... uh, uh, you know what? Fuck Canyon. All that shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> he Canyon. was told to. Oh, all right. But like, Canyon, all I'm sorry. Up, he did all on his own. <laughs> and, uh, he does have a protege that's popping pretty big in wrestling right now. Did you know about that? No. Brian Cage. Oh. Big oh, protege Mr. of Mr. Shake Chris Canyon. himself. Wow. Yep. Uh, Booker T's going to go for the win, but DDP and Bam Bam come out and attack Booker. DDP, Diamond Cuts, Nick Patrick, and then Diamond Cuts, Booker T on the tag belt. So, DD, DDP, that shyster, never notices somebody getting over with something unique. So now he's got his own Canyon puffy shirt. God damn it. And mine's a little shinier than yours. Brother. All right, guys. Yeah, someone, from the someone's best. taking notes, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to what part of the evening? The shank of the evening. As it's mean Gene in the ring, and he brings up president of the world, Ric Flair, and vice president of WCW, Roddy Piper, with Arn and Asia. Gene's first appearance in the night at one hour and 20 minutes. Thank God. Yeah. But I ain't mad at it. Uh, Piper makes fun of the guy in the back, and the guy's in the back thinking that they should be main event, uh, main eventers. Um, Piper then uh, begins to yell stuff. Uh, Flair goes goes off on someone in the crowd for about a minute. Uh, Flair says that Buff's girlfriend called Flair's room last night and wants to know why they call him Space Mountain and why he's just Buff. Uh, Flair says he damn near died on top of her, on top of Buff's girl last night. Um, Bagwell comes out and jumps Flair, but it's outnumbered by Piper and Flair. Then all of a sudden, a ref shows up, and this becomes a match. Player. So our next match, I guess. Rick Flair and Roddy Piper versus Buff Bagwell in a handicap match. I say that, handicap match. Um, and because he's handicapped. Uh, Flair to start the match wants Buff to make the noises that his girlfriend made last night. <laughs> the fuck out of the player, dude. That was awesome. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I loved it. We get a uh, Nitro <laughs> special here. Uh, I can- love that. <laughs> Commentary is trying to say that Buff could be in their league. Um, I, but not with a straight face. Pick yeah. any league <laughs> they are involved in. He's not part of it. Buff gets out of his sleeper hold by low-blowing... Uh, I think Rick in front of the ref doesn't care. Bagwell goes for the roll-up, but Arn uh, grabs the ref's foot. Arn, ref looks at Arn. The Arn points at the camera guy saying it was him. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, Flair, get, uh, once again, Flair gives a lot for Buff. <laughs> Shocking. Dean Malenko well, runs is, in. I mean, is Piper going to give it? <laughs> no. 
Uh, Dean Malenko runs down, but the ref stops him and says, you can get in the corner and we can make this now a tag match. Player. Player. So, I'm, I'm, I don't want to see Bagwell versus Flair. I really don't want to see Bagwell and Piper. So, I mean, if you have to give us one, you know. Just I guess, wait. Uh, I don't want to Just wait. wait. Just I refuse wait. to wait. Uh, Arn takes a lot of bumps in this match. Yes. Like oh, we said last week. Again. Again. Was Piper? No. <laughs> Uh, Malenko puts R in the Texas Cloverleaf as Buff hits the blockbuster on Flair. Uh, Piper pulls up Brass Nux, hits Buff, and puts Flair on top of him for the one, two, three. Malenko was the legal man, not Buff. Have I you, digress. You know. Have you not seen this match perfectly encapsulated the, the, the hierarchy in this feud? In terms of who's going to take bumps for the heel side? Flair, mm-hmm. Flair, <laughs> Arn, Flair, Arn, Asia, the ref, anybody wandering near the ring, Buff Bagwell, mm-hmm. and then Piper if there's any bumps needed. Yep. If he's a sunset flip. Yeah. So then we get, <laughs> then we get to the Nitro Girls. So let's go to match number seven, shall we? Conan and Rey Mysterio Jr. with the No Limit Soldiers. Versus DDP, Bam Bam, and Canyon. <laughs> I assumed DDP and Bigelow were defending the belts since As Canyon wrestled an hour earlier. Nope. Nah. Um, so this is for the champion is, tag cha- tag champions. So I wonder, is Bam Bam hurt? Notice he's I never wrestled. So. It kind of feels never. that way. Yeah, I think Bam Bam's hurt because uh, it's for the tag team championships. As they announced it's going to be Bam Bam and DDP, and then like, I blink, and then Canyon's in the ring. Right. Like, what's happening? Okay, I guess it's As, Canyon. But, uh, the the triad, as they're calling them for right now, switch off during the match, so all three men wrestle. As they put it, that uh, commentary brings up that Flair and Piper are running the show, and they're in good graces with them yeah, right it's now. It's old Freebird rule. So what do you guys think of all three men wrestling? I like it. I don't mind it. I like the Freebird rule. It only The problem I had with the New Day doing it is it only works if it's a heel team. Yeah, it doesn't make sense Because it's an all. advantage. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with it in that instance. Um, I didn't like it the other way. But it's fine here. And any way to get Canyon a, a bit of a rub and to, you know, for once actually utilize Bigelow once you're paying them. So, I mean, fine. And they're, they're a good team, so it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a Nitro special here, which, once again, I didn't mind. Some pretty good matches tonight on Nitro. Uh, as long DDP, as Ray stays in for his team. One, we're, one we're of the good. cool spots is DDP has Canyon in a front face headlock. And he's dragging them to... DDP as who? Canyon, you said. Oh, I apologize. DDP is wrestling his own. He's getting yeah. over, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking puppy Can't shirt. Can't have that, brother. Yeah. Uh, I, was looking at, I was looking at the name, trying to say the other. Good news, uh, we're bringing back Mortis, because yeah. I think you'll really dig it. <laughs> uh, DDP has Conan in uh, front face headlock, and he puts him towards the corner near Canyon. Then uh, Canyon pulls Conan's leg from underneath, so DDP can... Uh, put the headlock in a deeper hold. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool spot there. Um, Henning, Duncan, and both Wyndham's, Kendall, Kendall's back, Kendall's back, back. come out with, and stop the match. However, uh, Barry's wearing um, a bright orange t-shirt, jeans, and there's goddamn yellow gloves. Yep. I don't know why I'm a fan of the yellow gloves, man. I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) Um, They, uh, but I like the fact, do they dive in or they stumble in? Because, like, the camera's at a spot that like, you see Duncan, like, do a barrel roll into the yeah. ring. Like, what's happening? <laughs> here. They probably stumbled in. 
Uh, Benoit, yeah, Benoit and Saturn come out and attack DDP, Canyon, shit. and uh, Bam Bam. The original cowboy shit is those yellow gloves, Jesus son. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but then their No Limit Soldiers come out and only attack the uh, the Cowboys. Right. Well, that's who they're feuding with. Oh, yeah. Hootie hoo! We ain't got no problem with them uh, shiny river fucks. Uh, by, the way, by the way, one of the newest members of the No Limit Soldiers. Brad Armstrong. B.A. B.A. Looking so out of place. For shizzle. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm getting nugget vibes watching them in this group. <laughs> I'm getting, oh shit, someone has to be able to work. You mean Big Swole ain't going to do it? What's Brad Armstrong doing? Get his ass in here. He is now a no-limit soldier. We need the candy hey, man. Hey, Brad, can you say hootie who? Uh, who do you want? Got Close it. Enough. Close, Close enough. enough. Got it. Get him in. You don't have a mic anyways. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> so. Where these weird overalls? Yeah. Let's go to the main event, shall we? Already. Match number eight. Sid Vicious versus Sting. First buffer. We get a buffer intro. And he like. It, wasn't he, it great for like four months where Buffer wasn't here? Wasn't it fucking fantastic? It was great. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like Buffer give, announces the match to the crowd. Like, I, I mean, don't think they knew. Probably not. Uh, the, uh, he introduces him as the savage member of yep. Team Vicious. <laughs> just, you know, I the, just... The man, the ruler, and the master of the world. The master of a powerbomb. A powerbomb. I won. He did it once. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Sid Vicious. I think trails off. Doesn't even get to the S. I just and fucking I was like, guy, dude. Fucking a. Yeah. Of all the things they wasted money on, that's number one. Because, fuck. He dude. is this. Well, he is the most savage member of Team Vicious. I mean, he's not wrong. Checks out. He's also vicious. He's having. Uh, Sid comes out with the uh, macho vicious and ladies. As uh, Sting doesn't really get any offense in this match again. I gotta make your new monster look uh, dominant. Yep. Sting finally hits a stinger splash. And fuck Sting, so you know. Yeah, yeah, right. and, and fuck Sting. Time honored WCW tradition still. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Bear, Bear Sting. Bear yeah. that fucker. You know what's doing so good right now? The fuck Sting angle. Yeah. It's been going 10 years strong. It's the only, it's the only <laughs> consistent angle in the business, brother. The he ain't tan storyline. <laughs> still going strong. Um, Sting finally hits a stinger splash, but Macho comes in and attacks Sting. Sting's good friend, Lex Luger, shows up with a chair and makes the save. I swear he shows up every week now just to debut a new Yankee shirt. I just... God damn, we get it, bro. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Mach- super Macho, sweet, though, which makes me angry. I know, right? I love Yankee apparel, god damn. <laughs> yeah, right? Fucking irritates me to no Macho end. and Sid grab chairs and surround the ring. Then they, cu- they cut to commentary, and it sounds like they're going to wrap it up, but then Macho starts talking, like, oh, I guess we cut to Macho. Uh... Sting is the lowest of low, and he's crumbling. Luger's standing next to a dead man. But Who wrote you, this? WCW management? <laughs> probably. Uh, Sting's standing next to a dead man, but you two are, are in our sights. You, if you watch in the back, you can see Tony perturbed. It's like, God damn it. Come on. Yeah. He just um, wants to show over. And then God damn it. we're about to run out, we're running out of time, but then Sting goes, well, we got two words for you. Yeah. What the fuck the, was the, that from? The, the newest member of Degeneration <laughs> X. He's the forgotten member of DX. He does the crotch chops. He does the, so you, the suck it. I, I can defend this. X-Crow. Yeah. X-Crow. Sting is X-Crow. like, motherfucker's going to bury me for 10 years? All right. I got two <laughs> words for you, bitch. I'm watching Raw. Fuck you. And I love the fact that it's, 
It's not 1998 Sting. No. It's it's 1999. I've rediscovered Christ, and I'm like holy again and sober. Suck it! And the crowd was like, <laughs> suck it! Yeah. Hell yeah! I will I, not lie. Uh, I, I, just, I popped so... I was like, what? I think Sting thought he was off air. I think so, too, because I lowered my head. I'm like, that is like a gleaming endorsement for your competitor <laughs> on your show. So jump what into the next show. Got doing? it. And so... Because of that point you just made, why the fuck did he lose to Triple H? He said your motherfucking catchphrase on the other yeah, show. He put over your you catchphrase. Fucking asshole. God you damn it. Gotta win the war, brother. You won the you war. You did. 14 <laughs> years earlier, he you won the war. He put you over then. You he fuck. got two words for I popped so hard when he said that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, 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 I gotta say, I thought Luger was gonna turn on him. It's it's stinging Luger. Sting in all Luger. fairness, it's stinging Luger. The There's still time. I thought they were. I thought they were going to turn because they <laughs> stayed on the like them surrounding them. I'm like, oh, he's turning. Also, he's has, turning. Has Luger never held a chair like no. in his life? No. What Come the on. fuck was he, that? When he was healthy, he hit some. I think who he hit. He hits Goldberg or somebody with like backwards. It's one of his mini allocates. Jesus Christ! But he also has two words for you. <laughs> I got two words for you. <laughs> Sunday night heat. That's three. Nope, it's not. It's two. Let's go back a day, shall we? Ugh. Let's get a recap of last week's Raw with Austin in charge, Rock winning the triple threat match, Undertaker and Triple H getting into it. Uh, so let's start with a promo. By the way, we're live in Nashville, Tennessee. Start, who do who? Start off with uh, JR in the ring with Triple H in China. Uh, they want to know uh, if the corporate ministry is falling apart. And Triple H is like, I don't care for that. I just want the World Heavyweight Championship. I don't care who wins it at the pay-per-view. I got next. Uh, he gave. He gives up. He, they bring up why he gave up the spot for China. He's like, I don't care for the spot. I want the title. That's all I want. <laughs> Commentary. Uh, tonight is going to be two fatal four-way elimination matches. And then the winners of each of those will be facing each other tonight. So the matches are Mr. Ass Billy Gunn versus Big Show versus Kane versus Ken Shamrock. One of those doesn't fit. China versus Road Dog versus X Pac versus Hardcore Holly. That all checks out. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, Undertaker just arrived, so let's go to our first match of the night: Billy Gunn versus Big Show versus Kane versus Ken Shamrock. Um, Big Show and Kane both get in the ring. They brawl to the outside, and you know what happened next? They both get counted out. However, Hardcore Holly comes out and blasts Kane with a chair and tries to do the same thing. The Big Show has no effect. Kane grabs the chair and then blasts Big Show with it. Uh, Shamrock throws the ref to the side and the ref DQs Ken Shamrock. So your winner of the first match is Billy Gunn. We get a promo, JR and Undertaker with Paul Bear. Uh, Undertaker says that King of the Ring, he won't lose to the young guy. Sounds like he's doing his own young versus old. Um, Taker, I like the, this promo is cool because Taker's like, I have scars, damages, and young and you got nothing. So you, you know, you gotta bring your game. Jr. asks about Triple H's threat. Then uh, Undertaker then puts a choke on Jr. and says, "Whoever wants to step up in his yard, Triple H will learn that it, who runs the yard." <laughs> we get a promo, D'Lo and Henry as Viscera and Henry will be. Uh, in a gorilla press slam match on Raw. 
So let's go to our next match, shall we? Road Dog versus China versus X-Pac and Hardcore Holly. Triple H pedigrees X-Pac and has Holly cover him. China hits Road Dog with a chair, both Road Dog and Holly on a chair. Holly falls on Road Dog for the elimination, and then Ho- China pins Hardcore Holly. So your winner of the second Fatal Four Way is China. So our main event tonight will be China versus Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. We get a, we get a promo ratings, brother. We get a promo by Val Venus as he challenges Prince Albert and says that he will violate him. <laughs> what? And, yes, he said that he will viol- uh, violate him tomorrow and leave permanent marks on his, of of his own because of the piercing from last heat. Huh. All right. All right. That's, you know, it's a felony, but okay, whatever. Right? Don't let that get in the way of a good storyline. Or just a storyline. <laughs> Let's go to the main event. Okay. Billy Gunn versus China. Three matches on heat. Yep. Three matches. Uh, they begin to argue, telling Billy to lay down. Billy says no. So they have a match for a little bit. Then Triple H pedigrees Gunn for the win. So your winner, China. However, Undertaker fight comes down, fights with Triple H until the corporate ministry runs down and separates them. That's heat. That was heat. Hmm. It wasn't as chaotic as last week. It sounded really boring. It was because there was only three matches and the... 10 to 12 superstars they used the entire night. So let's move back to June 21st, 1999, and we're going to go to Memphis, Tennessee from Monday Night Raw. We get a recap from last week's Raw event saying the corporate ministry does not have any... They will not break up. They have no cracks in it. They're a solid solid group. Highlights of the main event of the triple threat, Triple H, Rock, Taker. Triple H and Taker fighting with each other at the end. So then... Raw starts right away with looks like Triple H and China coming out, and Triple H wants a match with Undertaker. Undertaker comes out, but then Vince and the corporate ministry come out and stops it from even happening. So I'm like, oh, cool, we get a match. Nope, we go straight to a promo with the corporate ministry. Uh, Vince says what the people want is what they won't, won't, they won't be getting tonight. Vince goes on a speech about how China will be the queen of the ring. Undertaker will beat The Rock. And Shane and him will beat Austin. And Austin will go to the bottom of the ladder. And the stuff that they've done to him is nothing to compare what they will be doing to him. Stolen Cold comes out and gets on a, sit, sets up a ladder, sits on top of it. Austin accepts the ladder match between the McMahons. Austin does want to make his own stipulation, though, that if any member of the corporate ministry gets involved, McMahons will be disqualified, and he will, be 100, he will own 100% of WWF. Vince says him and Shane have control in that stipulation. By the way, guys, this ladder match will be a no-holds-barred match. Anything goes. Shocking. Aren't they always? Aren't they already no-holds-barred? Well, here come, you hear uh, Shawn Michaels' music as he comes up from the roof from the Brood's entrance. Shawn's <laughs> like, hey, what's this thing? I like this. It's cool. <laughs> uh, Shawn... Uh, where am I at? Uh, Sean needs some coffee because he, he needs to calm his nerves, so he brings out his new associates, Briscoe and Patterson. Uh, HBK makes a match makes a match to determine the final stipulation. It'll be Stone Cold versus any corporate ministry member. So Vince says, okay, fine. I pick Undertaker. Sorry, Vinnie Mac, he's already booked. 
Shane picks Triple H. Sorry, Shane. Uh, he's already booked for a match tonight, too. Uh, Shawn makes a match that Undertaker will be defending his title against Triple H tonight. Vince then picks Big Boss Man. That's fine for uh, Sean, but Sean goes, all right, but I'm going to be the special guest referee. They're leaving, and Patterson and Briscoe stop HBK. Uh, they whisper something in his ear. HBK then makes a match tonight. It's going to be Pat Patterson and Jared Briscoe versus the McMahons. Briscoe and Patterson start dancing, Patterson and stripping. I thought the faces of the face of Vince going like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what is going on up there? I thought it was funny with the Briscoe and Patterson dancing. It was an effective opening segment. It went long. My God. Oh, well, yeah, unfortunately, this Jesus. is the template that worked for them at the time, and they would still be doing it um, 21 years later. <sighs> uh, Vince sends the corporate ministry after Patterson and Briscoe. Uh, Vince... The McMahons and Viscera are still in the ring, but then Shamrock comes behind and knocks out Viscera with a chair shot. We cut backstage and we see Jarrett, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Deborah arguing with HBK's Jarrett telling that he's not going to the ring. Then we come back from commercial and then we get to see the corporate ministry saying that they'll stay together and keep an eye out for Shamrock. Then all of a sudden, Midian goes, Hey, Shane, I was looking through your bag and there was a belt that you're not using. Can I use it? I had a huge problem with this. Okay. What? How would you react if all of us were hanging out and I was like, hey, Mike, I was rifling through your personal property earlier and I found something I want. Can I have it? Uh, would you okay, just be like, nowhere, yeah, okay, whatever, no problem? Like Shane did? Probably no. Okay, I, out of nowhere. Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck? What are you doing with my shit? No, Shane's like, okay. But I got to say, the funniest thing about this whole segment is Bradshaw's face. Bradshaw had the look that we would give him. Because Bradshaw's just looking like sideways at Mitty and like, like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, yeah, because I'd be thinking you you went through my shit too, did you? Did you? Did you? Like, I could not believe that Shane no sold that. I'm like, I, that took me right out of it. I'm like, yep, well, that's bullshit. The 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 craziness of what Shamrock's been doing to them threw Shane off guard. Is that's, that the reason? Know, that's what I'm my. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say about that. Let's go to our first match though, as it's Ken Shamrock We're versus. Just now getting to our first match, yeah. yeah. Ken Shamrock versus Test. Two union members, but I love the fact when Shamrock gets entered, he's just the uh, world's most dangerous man. But when Test always comes out, a member of the union, so they forgot that he's even part of the union. Shamrock is part of the union. Um, McMahon is making Test fight Shamrock because of the date that uh, he went on with Stephanie. They show the in the entrances the recap of what are they like sixty nine on Vince's Corvette? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Right, calm the fuck down. Uh, Stephanie saving <laughs> Tess from la- uh, boss man last week. Jeff, like, Jeff, yeah, eat it. God damn it, pal. Jeff, it's vascular. <laughs> uh, Jeff Jarrett and Deborah are being forced to the ring by Patterson balls. and Briscoe. <laughs> Uh, Powerson gets the mic and says this match is now a triple threat match. Triple threat. <laughs> I heard your balls. Uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> you rifled through my balls? Yeah, I, I, I rifled through, through your, your pants and I found some balls I like. Yeah. That's a nice... That's a, that's a, Goddamn, pal. That's a, that's a nice taint. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Test and Shamrock... Uh, <laughs> 
The spirit, That's yourself. The I, spirit of Devin is here. Uh, tested. Jarrett brawl into the crowd. Then all of a sudden, Steve Blackman comes down the ring slowly with a kendo stick and blasts Shamrock in the head with it to knock him out. And then Jarrett rolls in. Jarrett throws Test into the post and then rolls in and covers Shamrock for the win. Then Steve Blackman walks away oh so slowly. Cold. Cold. Heartless. Heartless. Dark. My type of I, man. I kind of like this new Hitman Steve like, Blackman character. He <laughs> feels like there was a bounty on yeah, Shamrock's right? head. Uh, we cut backstage from after commercial, and we see the doctors trying to check on Shamrock, and he doesn't want no help. And then during the break, we see that Mr. Steve Blackman left the arena. Well, there's nothing left to do. So he's got yeah. a particular skill set, <laughs> and he finished his work for the Yes, night. yes. <laughs> Pretty, and he, got, he probably got paid for it. Oh, yeah. Let's go to our next match, shall we? The Rock. So, it was at this point. That I fell asleep the first time. Yeah. I had to go back in and watch from this point forward. Oof. I woke up right at the very end of Raw when shit was going on. We'll get to later. And I was like, what? How weird is it that it's oh. Raw and not Nitro that yeah. put you down? It was just. Were you doing back to back? Or did you like do do you do you do back to back like nitro? Oh no, I do them uh, one a day. Days, days yeah, no one a day. No, fuck that. I do back to back. Jesus, dude, I, can't, so, I can't handle that shit. I do, I I do back to back with heat in the middle, and then sometimes dog. Sometimes I got to masturbate. Sometimes <laughs> I make room. No. That's what heat's for. That's heat. Uh, no, I do like on like let's say Thursdays. I do. I take. The producer work, so from 8 a.m. to about 3. Is that what you call it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, make my money. <clears throat> I'm, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> so who's Corey, ball? Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about time we hit that dusty trail. Well, got a new host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been fun. No, uh, let's go to our next match. It's The Rock versus Edge. Weird, but okay. So, so this is a match that I don't remember ever happening. Ever. And I was like... How cool, right? Yeah. That we got the Rock That's versus a cool Edge. fucking match, dude. Like, uh, Edge comes out to his own theme music, and I was like, "That threw me off." Uh, so the brood's done. I don't. <laughs> uh, More on that. Back and forth match between the two. Rock wins with the rock bottom on people's elbow. The Undertaker runs down and gets into it with the Rock. He uh, did the float over DDT, I believe, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I believe I I might be wrong, but he find it the finally the Rock has come back prior to the match. I he feel did like it. He, he's done it once already. He, I feel like he's done it once, but I feel like he did it like. I think this was like the first time that he's done it on the apron on the turnbuckle because I think he's done it before. But it's like finally the Rock has come back to. That makes sense because I've always considered the summer of '99 to be the moment where the Rock kind of got all of his greatest hits together and in order, and mm-hmm. that's what you saw from there on out. Yeah. Because yeah. I know he does finally... I know he's done finally The Rock has come back, but he's done it, like, just in the This is also standing. the first time the cadence is right. Yeah. Before he wasn't... The cadence wasn't... Well, okay, not right. It was well, it was just to. like, finally The Rock has come back to Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Now he's finally... Now it's a big show. Yeah, now he's finally... Um, we go backstage with McMahon trying to talk sense into Triple H. And he's like, no, I want, I want the title. We see Vince getting, uh, we see Austin getting ready for the match. So let's do our next match: a Gorilla Press Slam match. Mm. Mark Henry versus Viscera. I was trying in my head to figure out how this was going to yeah, work. And Me I was too. Like, did they say it wrong? 
wrestling? Yeah. No, they announced yeah. like what? body slam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Henry tries to pick up this rubber falls. Henry goes to the top rope for some reason, and Viscera throws him. <laughs> and, and the announcer's like, why is he going up yeah. there? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold move, Khan. Let's see how it plays out. Viscera then grabs him, chucks him, and the ref goes, yeah, that's a guerrilla press slam. He landed awkward on his side and shoulder. So awkward. Yeah. And he came out to Delo's new music, yep. which may have just been the tag music at the time, but still, I was like, okay, well, there's another theme that's debuted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viscera attacks Henry after the match. Uh, so Viscera then goes, you know what? I'm going to go to the top rope. D'Lo then comes out and attacks. It's, it's D'Lo, D'Lo and Henry then do the same spot that they just did. He was going to do a shooting star press. I thought so. <laughs> uh, but Midian comes out and hits the D'Lo and Henry with a belt, and it turns out that it's the European Championship. Yep. I mean, I guess that's as good of a reason or way as any to re-debut it. Sure. Have a guy rifling through people's personal belongings in the locker room and just taking Check it. I just out. feel like so I would love that sort of he did it to all the champions. Like, hey, Sauce, <laughs> I found this belt. Can I have it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Austin, thank you. So let's go backstage with Beaver as he is supposed to face meat tonight. And then he puts his face into the his mother and he goes, I can't do this, and walks off. And then you hear a woman go, Chaz, we are live. Mm-hmm. So more on that later. So and Jr. publicly admitting, well, not every gimmick works. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> That's how many times have you seen a um, a gimmick mm-hmm. debuted that was so bad and so reviled by everybody that on the second appearance they kill it. The only one I can think of is uh, and I fucking forget the goddamn name every time. The Seven. fucking magician. Oh, Phantasma. Did everyone come back a second I, I, I also think of seven, seven, which we'll see later. Yep. Yeah, I, that's the only one I can really I, think uh, I'm just like... So, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know when. And so when they announced what the match was, I was like, fuck me. Really? After that gorilla shit, we get meat versus beaver cleavage? <laughs> fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know Vince and Vince had a good time laughing in, during the production meeting. <laughs> yeah, meat and beaver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like sex. It's like what Tess did to Stephanie. Oh, uh-huh. God damn, I rubbed one out to that a couple times. Linda watched. She's got a beautiful asshole. <laughs> the Linda or Stephanie? <laughs> both. Yes, both. She's got her mother's asshole. Is that a country song? She's got her mother. No, it's She's song. got her mother's brown asshole. <laughs> To those who don't get it, Vince McMahon very deeply wants to fuck his daughter. Yep. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> Big Boss Man versus Stone Cold Steve Austin Stop. with special guest referee, Shawn Michaels. How is this not the main of fucking vent, first of all? Uh, it's Austin, first of all, is the A, and then Shawn's there. He, and Buck. he, he the is fuck? the main event of hour one. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Title match, brother. It's going against the shank of the evening. Well, the McMahons come out and carry a ladder, <laughs> but Austin chases them and bo- hits Bossman with the ladder as Sean lets it go. McMahons come back and set up the ladder next to the announce table. Vince climbs it as Shane is on commentary. Bossman and uh, Austin fight to the outside, into the crowd, come back. Austin tosses uh, Bossman into the post. Austin notices the ladder and Vince, so he picks up the ladder and Vince goes flying to the on to the top of the announce table. I could have swore this was at the pay per view. I was like, "This is having on Raw." Oh, okay. And 
I think I've seen this spot myself. Was yeah. it supposed to break, or is it like it's Vince McMahon? So of course it didn't fucking break. Both. I don't know. I just yes. like uh, my assumption. It wasn't supposed to break anyway, and God Vince just took the damn, ball. dude. Uh, Austin uh, wins with the stunner. So I would hope the uh, <laughs> match at King of the Ring. No corporate ministry members should be getting involved. Uh, during the break, we see the, the corporate ministry attacked Big Boss Man in the back for failing. Hey, you don't deliver. Mm-hmm. You pay the price. Uh, so let's go to our next match. Or what it could be a match. Val Venus versus Prince Albert as Val attacks them both. Handcuffs, draws to the bottom turnbuckle. Hits, uh, Val hits Albert with the briefcase and then hits a money shot. Val then handcuffs both, ha- both hands around the bottom rope with handcuffs. And then Vin, uh, Val struggles to open the briefcase and it turns out it looks like it's a tattoo machine. And then he tattoos the bare ass of Albert, Prince Albert's ass with his initials that lo- look like Wonder Woman's logo. Yeah, it just looks like a W. It's a W. Yeah. Yeah, it's and like, first of all, that's not how tattooing works. Nope. And um, that's just with an electric Sharpie. Yep. Um, but more importantly, a porn star, a pimp. Mm-hmm. A guy named Beaver Cleavage, mm-hmm. a man named Meat, mm-hmm. and a wrestler named Prince Albert. And a man <laughs> named Sting. <laughs> yep. How fucking obsessed with sex <laughs> are Vince Russo and Vince McMahon? Uh, like, that's Mr. Just Ass? A, that's you... just Mr. Ass. That's just the mid-card. I... <laughs> right? Also, I don't want to sleep on that joke, Joe. That was fantastic. Not uh, to mention... That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not so to mention good. whatever the fuck was going on with too much. Uh, yeah, I a PMS. Like, I, yeah, yeah, sexual chocolate. I There's bet, still more. I bet you Vince Russo and Vince McMahon are actively pissed that they aren't doing the Lenny and Lodi storyline. It is just like what they the were, were too much, but not to that overt on mm. camera. No promos. Well, the, they made up for it. They made up for it later. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I like the it. <sighs> to me, look, he was. It looked to me it looked like Val was using water paints. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah it was, um, it was Albert, Albert's not screaming when he's getting tattooed. You'll he, pay for this. You'll get Yeah. And your little dog, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's go to our next match as it's a six man tag of X Pac, Road Dog, and Kane versus Mr. Ass and the Acolytes. That's X- a fucking weird team. Okay. X Pac says, hey, Acolytes, put the titles on the line. And Mr. Ass is like, oh, yeah, we accept. You got it, bitch. <laughs> Everyone brawls on the outside except Gun and X Pac that wrestle in the ring. Gun hits a famous sir on Xbox who's holding the belt, so he lands on the belt for the win. Gun then leaves with the belt. I mean, by by his by own proxy. By his own proxy, he's now one half of the tag team champions, isn't he? Oh fuck, Mr. Ass is an acolyte. <laughs> Mr. Acolyte. Mr. Acolyte. Mr. Acolyte. Got it. I mean, always pounding ass. Yeah. There it is. Uh, nice of- way to delude your. Well, you got the Jersey Triad, and you've yep. got the Ascolites. Ass Protection Agency. Yeah. Uh, we go to GTV now. Oh, God. As it's Al Snow picking his nose and eating it and then having a conversation with Head. This was so Head. Stupid. There was Head, by the way. Of, uh, head? Head. Head, yeah. Uh, talking about how he, uh, conversation about how he didn't eat it. Yep. Let's go to our next match. Big Show versus Hardcore Holly. Will. Holly first before you the match. Ass. Doesn't, uh, says he doesn't like uh, Big Show. Says, uh, Show hasn't messed, uh, Holly says show hasn't messed with him yet, and he wants to make this a hardcore match. 
You ain't messing with the big shot. Yep. I like this hardcore Holly right here. Uh, they brawl to the back. Holly throws a trash can on the cameraman. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, dude. Because Big Show ducked. They fight out to the outside. Uh, Show throws uh, Holly into a cement wall. And then he climbs up, shoves a guy who's trying to get into his car. And then Big Show lifts up the car and pushes it over. And was that I, vehicular manslaughter? Attempted, attempted, attempted vehicular do you manslaughter. Have, does the car have to be running, and do you have to be in it for it to be vehicular manslaughter? I don't know, but he lifted him up, and then we they wondered if he uh, if it landed on Holly, and we go back down, and it looked like it did, and, and Big Show covers him with one foot. Uh, which pay per view was it when they were outside at the same arena? Oh, uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, it was in yeah. February. Yeah, they went to the river. Is I don't know if it's too soon to just do the same spot to go back outside. I just think they wanted to do that car thing. I and fucking show leaves like a dent on the side of the car, trying to lift it up. Like yeah. it was just like oh, and then the guy he looks at the guy and he's like, "Here's your car," and it kicks a giant dent in the roof. I was crazy. I don't that's, care if it had been hollowed out or whatever. It was that's fucking, fucking crazy. Nuts, dude. <laughs> also, imagine like Holly had to have been like. It yeah, over far enough. Please a don't show. Fall. throw it hard. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys notice something? Did you guys notice when Big Show was walking? Uh, yeah, I did. What? Uh, dipshit with the tattoo on his ass. So Prince walking Albert. Walking into the camera, and he's like, "Oh, whoops!" <laughs> Albert pulls a hawk. He goes, oh. Oh. He look. He does. The, oh shit! And then it turns around. Yeah, he walks right face first into the camera. I'm like, oh, whoops! And I'm like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, dude. he pulls a hawk and goes, oh shit! And then turns around. God damn it! But you know, he's he, he's in a tracksuit and ready to go home. It's just like idiot. So was that Fink's car? Probably. That's too. Ah, uh, that's way too shitty. That, yeah. No. Well, Fink has a much better car than that. At least like Vince's like, we're gonna fuck your car up. We'll get you a better one. But like, <laughs> just so we can fuck that one so up. Fuck that one up in a year, brother. Let's go to our next match. It's the McMahons versus Briscoe and Patterson. I, <clears throat> Briscoe and Patterson come out to Real American Which, as uh, Jer- uh, Lala goes. I puked when I heard this song. And the crowd is over it now. I uh, It's diminishing returns now with this. It was awesome the first couple of weeks. Now I'm just like, okay. JR, I was uh, tired of this song 10 years ago. Yep. Um, the crowd didn't care at all. No. Nope. Shamrock runs down and Vince, uh, Vince runs off. Our Shamrock suplexes Shane. The Main Street Posse gets involved, and Patterson and Briscoe attack them until a large new member of the Posse shows up. Ah. Joey Abs. Joey Abs. He destroys uh, Briscoe and Patterson. They put both Briscoe and Patterson's ankles in a chair and stumps on it. And if you notice, the, uh, the first time he stumped on it, like, for real, at the wrong spot, they were like, hey, fucker, step on the bars, you dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy can actually work. He looks like he can work. Yeah, yeah. this... They f- they they finally realized ooh if we're gonna use the posse get there needs to be a worker in it <laughs> so they got Joey Abs out of uh, Cameron North Carolina wait a minute you don't say trained with the Hardys the Hurricane Shannon Moore what's his uh, name it's uh, Joey Joe, Abs no it's Joe something no. <laughs> I can't remember I can't remember what he went by before I will that. stab you and I will tell the producer what you said but he's a part of that clique. Uh, so that's where he came from huh, he looks different than everybody else yeah. <laughs> he's bigger <laughs> oh yeah posse helps Shane to the back. Let's go to our next match, shall we? No. For the WWF Heavyweight Championship, Triple H with China versus The Undertaker and Paul Bear. Uh, during the match, China gets in the ring and tries to hit The Undertaker with a chair, but Undertaker catches it. Undertaker goes for Triple H, but then The Rock comes down and hits Undertaker with the rock bottom. Then, all of a sudden, as The Rock is beating up 
Undertaker, a Brahma bull, a snorting Brahma bull symbol comes from the sky, top of the arena. Uh, Rock goes for the people's elbow. Undertaker sits up, but the Rock kicks him back down. Does it? Uh, the Ministry comes out and attacks the Rock. However, the boss, big boss man, comes out and attacks the members of the Ministry to hold them off. However, Uncle Paul is stuck in the ring, so. Rock handcuffs Uncle Paul to the symbol as we end Raw. That last part was done. I have no idea why he used to have his own symbol. It was why so does he stupid. have his own symbol? Awesome. From, his own symbol. from the time that match started to the end, I actively hated everything about it. It was terrible. Um, that segment did as much to get me uninterested in King of the Ring as you could possibly do. I mean, that was WCW level. Like, what a wow. horrible sell. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the worst kept secret in all of wrestling is that Rock and Triple H had fucking... Or Rock and Undertaker had terrible chemistry yeah, I in mean, the ring. They just who, not good. Huh. That's somebody else will take Let me ask you that. Who has better? Him, Undertaker and Rock, or Undertaker and Stone Cold? Well, I mean, Undertaker... Uh, you know what? That's a good question, because those matches are underwhelming, too. Which is weird, because Taker can have classic matches with just about anybody. But those two. But those two... <laughs> I would say his matches with Austin were a little better. Although... I mean, we'll find out. We're fine. We'll find out, I guess. You know, next week we'll tell the tale, I guess. So, before we move on, (sighs) mark out no sell. Yep. For King of the Ring 1999. Greensboro, North Carolina. We're we're deep in the heart of horseman country. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to give you the dark match only because it's unique. Um, Okay. Meat defeated someone named Kurt Angle. Hmm. That's it. What? Yeah. So we go to Sunday Night Heat. Oh, great. Tag team match to determine number one contenders for the tag belts. The Brood take on the Hardy Boys. Oh. Mark Han- out. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Handicap match. Probably we're doing for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Midian and Viscera take on the big boss man. I'm going to know on that. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I was thinking the tag match was going to be Viscera and Midian versus Henry and D'Lo. Val Venus versus Prince Albert. No. No. And a singles match, Ken Shamrock versus Shane McMahon. This all still heat? Yeah. Fucking Christ. Ken Shamrock. Uh, no. No. Because Shamrock. What? Yeah, Ken Shamrock and Shane McMahon. On heat. On, On heat. heat. But Shane has a. He's in the main event. And Shamrock's in the tournament. Checks out. You don't worry about that. All right, so the pay per view proper King of the Ring quarterfinal matches are going to kick off tonight, gentlemen. Okay. X Pac and Hardcore Holly. Slightly mark out. Uh, I'll be slightly honest. Mark slightly mark out. Kane versus the Big Show. Uh, if it's like this, I'm gonna mark out if they give it the due diligence that they should. Oh my god, it's funny you say that. Because they don't. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's just funny you say that. Oh, okay. Ken Shamrock versus Billy Gunn. Seen it multiple times. No. No. China versus Road Dog. No. no. Here's where it gets hard. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to do the quarterfinals and finals because that'll give away stuff. Yeah. But this next match might... Oh, fuck it. Tag team match to determine the number one contenders for the tag title. Uh, the Hardy Boys versus the Brood. What? It yeah. happened on what? Heat. What? Uh-huh. It, it mm-hmm. happened on Heat, though. Uh, yes, it did. I'll me, mark out again. Thanks. <laughs> Some shenanigans. Sorry, play. Uh, singles match for God the WWF title. The Undertaker defends against The Rock. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'll mark out. Uh, yes, just to, to 
just to determine if Rock has better matches with Taker. And a lot of match for control of the World Wrestling Federation. Stone Cold Steve Austin takes on them damn McMahon boys. Yeah, I'll, mark out. I'll mark out. I want to see what ridiculous stunt Vince does. And that, in a nutshell, is but, uh, King of the Ring. So the Austin thing is made of it on the pay-per-view, but yes. not made of it on Raw. Yep. Okay. Well, because you had to have a fat guy uh, handcuffed to a giant smoking Brahma bull symbol. But, I mean, did you? But, no, you didn't, but they <laughs> did. <laughs> Let's go to the ratings, shall we? All right. Last week, WCW got a 3.3. WWF got a 6.7. Close. Yes. He mm, it out. This week, WCW, 3.1. Ooh. Fuck. WWF, 6. Oh, they lost. Oh, wow, they went down, too. That's a, that's a chunk of people they lost. Uh, June 21st. There's no sports going on. I'd say the finals are baseball. over. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. I mean, it's summer. People are like, fuck that. I'm going to be outside. Maybe so what, what show is better? Raw. <sighs> I actually think Nitro. I really? think Nitro was. Really? Yeah. I don't think either was good. I, was in, I just thought Nitro was a little bit better. I was entertained with the long matches. Uh, the match quality was better yeah. on Nitro. Maybe I'm just so used to saying Raw now. I mean, it's yeah. fair. Well, <laughs> you, you probably preferred uh, Prince Albert getting tattooed. Yeah, I, well, I love that. So. Uh, I wanted more of that. Why are you giving away MVPs, Joe? Well, let's go to that. Let's go to the award <laughs> show time. So, Corey, give me some sweet Prince Albert music. Oh, Jesus. Bzzz, bzzz, I'm going to get my revenge on Venus. I uh, know. It's actually his theme music is the sound of an ink uh, tattoo pin. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, that's, that checks out. It's award show time. It Best match. Booker Dean Canyon. For me. For moi. Yes. <laughs> well, I had to think there were a couple on Nitro that I liked a lot, mm-hmm. but I'll go Booker T and Canyon. Uh, I will be doing Val Venus and Prince Albert. Yes. Meet. Now, Conan and Ray versus the the triad of all three members. Good show, too. Um, worst match. Val Venus versus Prince Albert. I don't know. The bell never uh, rang. Mine was Mark Henry and Viscera. I had to look at Prince Albert's bare ass. That's true. That's. I dead. mean, I have that poster, so it's just fine with me. <laughs> Yeah. Some of that tensai meat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I had a worse match, yeah, you, know, you, you do have to. It's freaking. It's, it's the gimmick. It's required. Oh, God it's re- damn it, boy. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, where is it? Hang on, hang on. Wait for it. I'm just gonna make sure I got the Prince I K and the cat. That's yeah, right. that went really long. Yeah. yeah. So that's not a bad choice yeah. either. Uh, MVP. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Yep. Kurt Henning. Just Damn for that catch you. alone. Yep. He uh, gets it. Yeah. I, I wanted to go flare because I love, I know you don't like it. I love Phil Tilt Boogie and he lost his shit. But Kurt Hennig, that catch. I don't hate the Kurt Hennig catch. I am going Sting. Because he just gets so picked on by WCW. Because he's my dude and also I got two words for you. And he's putting over <laughs> the competition's catchphrases. Uh, I, I'm going Henning because of him calling Soak the so- Shocker Seth. Seth. Oh, I got a present for you, and little the catch, Seth. And the catch. Because, you know, He's from El Paso, Minnesota. Now. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Calljacob.com. Uh, Modib. Uh, Lenny Lane. 
so that's low hanging fruit. Isn't that's... It? Uh, hard, what are you saying there? A hard, <laughs> a hard F, and then he had a face Ming. <laughs> yep, good old the low low hanging fruit, Lenny Lenny. <laughs> I don't mean that. I'm sorry. That's uh, mean. That's pretty low of you. I'm gonna go. Hang in there, fruit. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Everybody involved in the last twenty minutes of Raw. Yeah, that did as much to kill enthusiasm for that pay per view as anything I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Big Show and <laughs> Holly was in that. No, that was awesome. Well, I meant like the title yeah, match on. Yeah, like, that okay. was just fucking god awful. Okay. okay. Uh, my Moa Dib goes to us for seeing ten size bear ass. Damn. So, I want to be a Moa Dib. So now we'll go to uh. Val Venus for exposing that ass. Corey. No. WTF. I don't know which company at the moment has a worse main event world title storyline going on. WCW's is not good. Uh, I would go WCW. Who drove the Hummer? Who can I trust? What's going on? But then on the other store, you got a guy who thinks he's Satan who walks with such a bad lump you'd think he's about to have his leg amputated. Against The Rock, who, while over as fuck, still hasn't got it down in the ring quite yet. And uh, honestly, seems a little disinterested in this feud. Yeah. And granted, it didn't start till last week. I mean, there's that. <laughs> like, you think it's because he knows, like, oh, I'm just being shoehorned in here for a title defense because Austin's busy with the McMahons. And, probably is what he feels. Uh Here's my problem with that. Take a chance and build another star. I don't know, Big Show. But Ooh. if you're if you're going to main event with Austin and the McMahons, and that will sell, mm-hmm. then you have the creativity and the freedom yeah. to not have to use a big star in the title match. So, uh, I'll save it. I, I, have, a say, I, no, say, I have a question, but I'll save it okay, for you. I'll save it for you. Oh, okay. I have a question. I'll write it down. You're going to write it down? Yeah. I would say you're right, Corey, on the fact that WWF, Big Show is over as hell. Yeah. Over as hell. You got something right now. But you're doing but nothing. What's a classic WWF trope? That guy's over as hell. Let's do nothing with because him. Because did we put him over? No. Let's get him unover. And then once he's over again, we'll give him the push because we did that. Checks out. Checks out. My WTF is this Lodi storyline. The, f- the fuck, man. It's the best we can do. You're going to love Summer. I'm not. What's her name? Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, my Stephanie's her name. Uh, my WTF. Gaping. <laughs> Hanging fruit. Got it. Uh, I think my WTF goes to the fact that Briscoe and Patterson are already dead. You know what I mean? Like, they're done well, it for. it wasn't something. That it had a shelf life. It did. Um, but it, and like most WTF, they... Far exceeded. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I chuckled when they were dancing, and they're like Sean's, like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" As they're doing, you know, powers on both of them. But then when they come out to real American, it's just like, "Oh, they're done." Maybe if, oh, go ahead. I would say maybe if they were just comedy figures for Sean and not wrestling. That's exactly what I was going to say. If they were just in skits, yep, because they're fantastic at that. You know, you can do that coffee and hail, Mister McMahon. Get it yourself. Yeah, he will be. But him, then, so it's apropos. Apropos. So. He's going to take over hell. <laughs> he will, too. He will. Walk in with that strut. Somehow so, the music will be playing. Yeah, we, uh, he oh, kicks geez. down that door. 
Somehow the minions will be bowing. Yeah. You're out of here, pal. <laughs> Satan's on his knees already. Like, I got your seat polished. You had a good deal. You had a good run, kid. Time for the big man. It's my turn. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. And the last episode is you as host. Yeah. I guess. Once she hears that part. Apologize. No, let me do the good old JR way. I apologize. Get the joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this brings us into this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. We'll be doing the Thundercast. And then uh, next week, we will be doing the pay-per-view war stories as we'll be doing King of the Ring 1999 for the WWF. Let me um, give you one little sneak peek. Uh-oh. Um It's under two and a half hours. That's good. Ooh, that's all right. Is it edited? I'm sure there are edits for the network, but no. It okay. is not. No, it, it just, yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me this is going to be shorter than a uh, Nitro. Time management was done really well on this. All right. Can't wait for that. So you can find all our lovely things. That's after they added a match. Oh. With that tag team. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. You can find all of our lovely podcasts and words at nocellentertainment.com. Where we have the written words, like that's my opinion by Mike Bubble. The Deck Guy Sensei is back with his take on COVID. Yep. Uh, Mostly just to put himself over. So, no doubt. <laughs> I finally read. It was a good read. But, uh, we have podcasts, the Monday Night War Stories, the Pay-Per-View War Stories, the Thundercast, the Retro Review Machine. That's my pick, the game reviews. Did I miss one? No so. No so podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all also have all Twitters. You can follow Corey at that KFib guy. You can follow Mr. Booble at MT Booble. You can follow the producer at Producers. And you can follow me at that Joe Lussell. You can follow the No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube. Maybe YouTube. We'll find out. Uh, Instagram, no longer Spotify, but you can find No Cell Entertainment presents their one hit wonders at Spotify. Thumbs up, thumbs down, and like always, Corey must pose. Hootie hoo! Hootie hoo!